0: When we've reached a level of self-mastery where we're leading ourselves, and we've got ourselves to a peak state in our life, but we look and see that even though the amount of times you tell your team to do something over and over again, they just don't get it, why is it? What's happening Achievers? Ajit sudo here from Invincible Achievers. Now this situation is common in management in, in work. Um, environment where you have pushed yourself to reach a certain level where you've achieved your level of leadership you've pushed yourself you've know yourself you are doing great but when you are trying to influence your team you, the people beneath you in the hierarchy of the workplace they just don't get it why don't they get it This 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 dilemma can lead you to pull out your own hair but the truth is there's four levels of leadership mastery that we have to know. Once we know the four steps of leadership uh, mastery we will be able to progress further in our adventure through the leadership. Um, so the first step is self-mastery knowing yourself knowing your needs your top two priority needs knowing how they influence you and you make your decisions based upon them so it's crucial that we have reached that and we understand that the six human needs are there within us it's there within every single person but we've established which the which are the top two priority ones. So just to recap, the six human needs are certainty, uncertainty or variety, significance, um, love and connection. These are the personality, uh, personality needs. The next two are our spiritual needs, which is growth. And the final one is contribution. Once we've established which one is our top two valued ones, now, in certain circumstances, did they do shift, but which one are the top two that we always revert back to? Is it growth and contribution? Is it significance and certainty? You have to establish which one you fall into. But not only do you have to establish which one you do, you have to know which one's your priority one, the top one and then the second one, because that will make, you will make a different decision if, significance is your top top priority one, and then love and connection, or if love and connection is your top one, and then significance. So in a situation which is conflicting, a conflicting situation where where you're gonna end up in an argument, if significance is your top one, then you will feel like you need to be the domineering one, you're the significant one, Uh, and you still want love and connection, which is your second one. However, if love and connection is your top, then you will back away even though you feel want to feel significant in the circumstances and you will feel sic- significant because you were the one that kept the connection alive so there's two different situations depending on which one is the top one and the second one so once we've established that we have to know what we focus on on a daily basis so what we focus on is directly um, influenced by the questions we ask ourselves. Now the questions, are they empowering questions or disempowering? Do we wake up in the morning and start talking of ab- in- internal dialogue in- within our life? Do we start chanting away that our why do we have to wake up? What's, what's, what's bad about this day? What negative stuff happened yesterday? Do we start reiterating that in our head? Or do we actually start to asking powerful questions like what's great about today? How much, how much love am I gonna, gonna give to people today? How am, how am I going to, going to change people's lives today within work, within my family, within my relationship? If you're asking these type of questions, your focus is now within empowering one you've created your movie for the day and the results you get by asking the powerful questions is going to be completely different from the results you get from asking the negative disempowering questions if you start your day off with powerful questions you will end your day with an amazing day if you end your day with a, a negative poor day you started your day off in a in a self questioning downward spiral now knowing this there are other uh, avenues to to changing your state because everything that we do in the morning every every circumstance that we have we want to be controlling our state the way our state our energy is controlled is through our focus and our body, the way we move, the way we're energized, and also the language that we use. Are we, every industry has their own language. We need to have our own personal language. Are we using powerful words? Um, For example, if I say, like the example that I used previously, that movie was good. That movie was okay. That movie was amazing. Now those three different Words that I use to describe the movie changes what the movie means to yourself and to others. So once we've established the language that's powerful, once we've established powerful questions that we're reiterating over and over again, and we've got ourselves in a powerful um, stance, shoulders back, um, rather than being down and depressed, be powerful, stand tall, move your body in a certain way which it it shows that you're powerful this will control your state your state will automatically be in a powerful state now once you're in a powerful state that's the best time to make the decisions when you make a decision that is decisions are made within within a second they usually say but what leads to the decision is everything beforehand the state the power that you are in and once you're in that state then you make that decision and you start writing out your destiny your future whatever you want the outcome you will get it faster it's like a it's like putting fuel in a rocket jet that fires up to the moon if you put half the fuel in the rocket it won't reach the moon but if you're fired up then you will reach the moon and go further so that's what we have to understand so knowing the The focus that we have, the language that we're speaking and our body, then our state, our energy is controlled. The biggest example of state is in martial arts when they're about to break a board or they're about to do some kind of grading. They have to energize and through this technique of energizing, they are able to break through a board. They're able to do things that they aren't able to do in a normal day-to-day basis. Um, An example, I was speaking to my son recently about um this th- this exact topic and i gave him the example of a lady that and this is a true example a lady where, who couldn't even pick up a grocery because she had a bad back she complained about her bad back she was constantly complaining she was with her son her son ran into the road car almost hit the car spun and the, it fell on top of the child but it didn't crush him and it had begun crushing him all of a sudden the mother her state changed. She ran over and she lifted this car and saved the son. Now this has happened in, uh, in many different circumstances, and you could just watch it. You go to YouTube and type that in. There was another lady that picked up a helicopter. There's ladies picking up helicopters to save the children, and a, a man. A man in I think a Discovery a Discovery Channel actually did the example on himself to change his state, and through this through this interview whilst they were making it, he put himself in a state where he had, he was focused on making himself believe his child was underneath the car. And he had to go through this reiteration process. As he did this over and over and over again, he got himself into a state of anger, love, power, emotions, and he ran over he lifted the car up as he lifted the car up and it became real that his son isn't his child isn't under the car all his state changed and his power left him and he dropped the car and this is uh, this was on discovery so you can just YouTube it um, google it you can find it quite easily but that's the power of changing our state if we change our state we can lift much more bodybuilders do this all the time when they're about to do a deadlift they don't just go over to a bar with many kgs on on it and just lift it up they have to power themselves they have to focus they have to change their state they have to they say to themselves over and over again some kind of mantra which gives them power the language that they're using to pick this up and then they fire and pick it up same thing is when a fighter is entering a ring. they chanting, the music that is blasting is changing their state. So state is a huge thing. Once the state is powerful, the decisions you make are always going to be powerful decisions. We always believe and think that it's always going to be the, the strategy, the, the things that we do. We need to know that, the skills. It's not. 75% of it is our state and our story. The action, the action that we take is only 25%. That's what we have to remember. So first, once we've actually focused our mind, focused our language, our body, we've empowered ourselves, we've, we're have we in a powerful state, we make a decision. That after we made that decision, we can actually take action. Action in making a decision, action in whatever we do once we've taken this action we get a result the result that we get is a story that is internalized once that story is internalized this creates a belief in within us if we do something like lift up a deadlift uh, the weight or we break through a board we achieve something that we were we actually thought we wouldn't be able to achieve once we achieve it that story is built within us that story creates the belief that belief gives us the potential meaning that we the we believe that we can do it once we believe we can do it like the guy who made himself believe that he could lift the car up through changing his state or when we like the example i gave the deadlift or someone going into a boxing ring to win a fight same thing, they do this over and over again. It's momentum that's built up. So once they've got the potential, they take more action. They take more action, they get another story, they get some kind of, they, they, they get a result and a story is created within, within them which pushes their belief to become even stronger, which gives them more potential. And this is adding fuel to the fire over and over again. Whenever we, we do start something new, we do not have that momentum. Because we do not have that momentum, there is a lag time of, of the results we get, and this is the critical point where we think, oh, this is not worth it, it's not working, oh, don't know what's happening, but the truth is, you're building momentum up, and as you build momentum up, the energy is being built up, and it's as the energy is being built up, it's about to explode like a pressure cooker, like steam entering the pressure cooker. The, it fills it up until it pushes the metal piece up and the steam flies out that's exactly the same thing as what happens within us now knowing this this is all within our conscious uh, efforts we can control all of this scenario but knowing this now we also have to understand there's a subconscious level so there's two levels of our inner world so knowing Everything about our focus, martial artists, anyone who picks up heavy weights, anyone who's achieved anything will understand that they've been through this process of focusing their mind on powerful things, saying something powerful over and over again, having music blasting that changes their state, changing the body, jumping around, getting ready for for the event. Once they've done that, they've changed their state, their state, they they put a story inside of them that they can do it, like... um, the the four minute mile that w- that was achieved, no one could achieve it in, in in centuries, and all of a sudden one man did it. After that, within 20 days, 16 other students went and broke the same record, uh, whereas before it couldn't happen. But that once it was achieved, a story was created, a state was changed. Once they was once they saw that people can actually do it, then s- other people start doing it. So that we can do that as well. Anyone that's actually achieved anything, they see this and this is all within our power to change it and this is what we have to remember now there is a subconscious level which the more we do this it seeps in and and leaks into the subconscious which is harder to change and harder to control but the only way to change and control that is either through a life-changing event like almost death or birth of your children, for instance, that's another life-changing event. Or you do this over and over again within ourselves, which creates the change subconsciously, which changes our human needs. So we have to remember that that there is the subco- within the subconscious, that there are our human needs, our top two priorities. If we change the the way we prioritize those, our life changes. The belief system that we have from the results that are formed and all the past experiences that we bring with like a big baggage is the second thing that's within our subconscious the final thing is our, there's one type of is our emotions there's one emotion that we revert back to when we squeeze lemons we get lemon juice when we squeeze oranges we get orange juice When we're squeezed and put under pressure, we revert back to some kind of emotion. We gotta know what that emotion is because that's our comfort zone. The reason why it's our comfort zone is because we've done that emotion over and over again. And that's within our subconscious. And that can be changed through doing the process that's within our conscience of our state our words our body changing uh, ch- changing the, the story that we have change from the story creating the action the, the, sorry c- creating the belief within that of, of that circumstances which gives us potential which we, we take action that changes our emotion however if our emotion is anger because through anger we believe and we become significant then we will become angry in a circumstances where somebody doesn't understand if our emotion go-to emotion is love we will be more loving when we believe there is a certain need that is not being met and we will revert back to it if it's laughter and joy then it's that if it's depression sadness then it's all reverted back to what we believe from our past experiences which meets our human needs and it creates that triangle that subconscious has that triangle in us now knowing all of this and I'm going a bit longer than I I should have but I thought I'll just quickly summarize um, the general leadership route that people have to take and it is a tough a uh, tough route because every single time you make a change what tends to happen is ego smashes back and ego is just an internal uh, um, self-defense mechanism that's trying to protect you and is within the subconscious and the ego is that triangle. The ego is made up of our human needs, our beliefs and our go-to emotion. That once we start changing it, once it starts changing, it believes that the ego starts to believe, no, I cannot change because if, it change, if I change it, a beast or a dinosaur or a T-Rex might come through the cave door and eat me, so I need to protect myself whilst I'm asleep. That's what the, where the ego comes into play. The ego is just there to defend you, to protect you. And it comes from our caveman days and it's been engraved within our dna but it can be changed by changing our human needs our beliefs and our go-to emotion through that if we're changing it the actions that we take is what the world sees and this is where the saying said comes overnight success took 20 years people don't see that 20 years but they see your overnight success success that's something that we have to understand it's not an overnight success it's the changing process but knowing all this now that's the first level i've just spoken about the second level of leadership is to be able to influence others in changing their state in changing Their focus in changing the words that they use for certain circumstances. The third level of leadership mastery is getting that same person to change, to be able to change their focus through questions, their language, the way they use the words, their body, their state decision making in other areas of the life so it's actually be- started to become engraved ingrained in them so it's leaking into their subconscious from the conscience to the subconscious because you've consistently gone back over and over again and one of my sayings is i'm consistently annoying because i come back over and over and over and over again until it starts to leak in to the subconscious and my personal Uh, timeline for something to leak in for education wise is three months for some reason Uh, after three months all of a sudden it just clicks in automatically it goes into self-automate automation which basically means it goes into the subconscious but the final level of mastery of leadership is being able to teach that person to go and influence others and change other people's lives for the good, for the better. And that's the level where you start to create leaders. So the four steps of leadership is self-mastery, number one, which is the most important. There's no point in even jumping to number two, trying to lead others if you haven't even mastered yourself. So the first one is self-mastery. And self-mastery is ongoing, there's never any end in one avenue you might be the best and another one you might be just a beginner a white belt in a field just like myself when it comes to um if i started the the, the, if i started playing the sport of golf i would be a white belt but in martial arts i'm a black belt when it comes to weightlifting there's other people that are black belts in it and further i know weightlifting i know my body so i'm in the mid-range of it but I haven't achieved my fullest goal yet. And at the end of the day, you, do not want to, you, don't, you don't ever wanna achieve the end goal because once you get there, you'll make another goal. So this, the second, uh, the, that's the first level of mastery is knowing yourself. The second level of mastery of leadership is uh, being able to influence someone else for a certain task or circumstances like in a work environment or in their finances or within the relationship. The third one is to be able to do it to to someone else across the board. And the final one is to teach another person the techniques so they're able to go and form their own group and start to spread it on just like lighting a match in a forest, the forest starts to set fire And it passes on to the next tree, the next tree, next tree. You get that? That was a metaphor, by the way. Don't play with matches in the forest. Okay, guys, I hope this helps. I hope this added value to you. This was just a summary of the entire leadership uh, route. Um, I thought I'd just, I thought it'd be a quick one, but it wasn't, it's never quick with me once I start. So I do apologize, but I don't apologize either because if this is contributing to your life, if this is changing the way you're thinking, the way you do things in life, then I am achieving my ultimate goal of contributing to your life. So guys, keep spreading the love, keep adding value to people's lives, and just remember, we are one idea away from changing the future. Take care, bye.